Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, today I want to talk about making your intentions clear. This is something that uh, has come up in my life several times. I remember one of the first times I learned this lesson was my brother-in-law watched me talking to a member of my team. I said to the team member, hey, what are you doing this weekend? And they enthusiastically said, nothing. What are you doing this weekend? And then I said, oh, we've got special guests in town and I was going to see if you could pick them up from the airport. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, wait a minute. I'm busy. (laughs) Anyway, he witnessed this whole uh, encounter. And afterwards, he said to me, hey, can I tell you something? I'm like, yes, tell me. Because he knows I always want to hear advice. I always want to be coached. I always want to become better, even if it hurts. So he said, listen, I watched that encounter. And what would have been better is if you would have said clearly in the beginning, hey, I have some out-of-town guests that need a ride. Are you available? then that way it puts them in the position where they can be open and forthcoming about their plans and about their interests in in the activity. So I thought about it for a while. Part of me was like, oh, that's so annoying. I wish they would just be honest. And I wish they were motivated to help. These are amazing people. They're from another country. They're helping people constantly. Why wouldn't he want to contribute? I would think, of course, he'd want to contribute. But that's not always the case. And that's not what he wanted to do with this Saturday. And instead of letting him off the hook, I sort of socially cornered him. I didn't mean to. I wasn't even thinking about it. I had never really thought about that before in that way until my brother-in-law taught me that. So I thought that was a really good lesson. And I've learned it several times since in different formats. Uh, Another time was somebody I really respect. I say respect, not respected, because I do still really respect her. Uh, but she is a person of influence. She called me in. I was kind of having a hard day and she saw that and she was kind of loving on me. And then as a response to that, said, let's get together. So I was so excited to have a moment with her where, um, you know, I felt like she'd be giving me wisdom and insight and kind of coaching me. And instead of when we got together, she had, she had something she wanted from me. And It hurt my feelings. I was like, wait, I thought that we were getting together to work on this project. I thought we were getting together for her to talk through some of the discomfort and upset I was dealing with. And instead, she wanted me to um, do something for her, which honestly, I would have been open to doing that thing for her, but the circumstances weren't right. The the whole thing just wasn't, it's not the right timing. It's not, there, there aren't, Just the whole thing wasn't the right fit, but it was so hurtful to me because the intentions weren't made clear in the beginning. So I had different expectations. Another time I learned this lesson is a friend was really at a low season of her life. And then these people approached her and asked if she would go to dinner with them. She was so blessed and honored and excited and enthusiastic. She gets to dinner and she realizes it's a pyramid scheme. They're offering her a pyramid scheme and It was really heartbreaking for her because she thought that they were just wanting to reach out as friends. And instead, it was that they had a secret agenda up their sleeve. So I've learned this lesson several times. I could mention more times, too. But I think you get it. It's just one of those things. I think there are two real clear lessons. One is making your intentions known. And the other is being careful of your expectations, because 
when we have secret expectations, there's so much room for upset and for feeling disappointment. And a friend of mine who's getting married is doing crazy amounts of preparation with her fiance and they're going through all these books and some of the books she's talking to me about it's so fascinating are what are your secret rules and so we've been talking about this it's so interesting like what are your hidden expectations what are the things that you expect the other person to know and how the heck would they know that and so it's really interesting listening to her going through this process and I in turn am getting to learn because I'm a sponge. I want to learn. I'm at, I'm begging for more information from anyone I can get it from about anything. So I truly am listening. I'm really, I have a heart to learn. I know that the world is our school and it's full of teachers or whatever. I think T.D. Jake said something great about that. You got to show up to school uh, being prepared to learn the lessons that everyone has to show you around you. And I really believe that. And I, that is definitely not a direct quote. <laughs> but it rang true when I heard it nonetheless. So I just want to encourage you. It's like we have these weird expectations on people and then we have weird intentions. And when we don't communicate those things clearly, then things get weird. And even just, I'll give you another example. I'm in the the middle of this uh, show that I'm doing and I'm giving a bunch of people haircuts. The guys are getting haircuts and a lot of the girls were dyeing their hair bright colors. So it's really fun. This won't be released till after the play, so no spoiler alerts. We're trying to figure this whole thing out. And so I'm saying to the parents, we're not charging you guys. We're finding a way to do this inexpensively. And then I'm saying to the school that I'm asking to do this, I will pay for the products. Just trying to make everything clear up front. What are the expectations? So that um, it's a win-win. I learned that the art of negotiating, that the art of negotiating, that the, the greatest thing is a mutual win. If you there's something in it for you and there's something in it for me. And that's how I operate in business. That's how I operate with volunteers. That's how I try to live my life. If ever I'm not doing that, it's unintentional. And so that is definitely something that I try to operate by. Somebody taught me that a long time ago, and I'm so excited because it's really important. So What I am laboring for in this conversation with you today is that you can work to manage your expectations on people because listen, we're only people. We are just human. That's it. Basically what I'm trying to get you to understand out of this conversation, what I'm laboring for are two things. The whole concept of expectation management. If we can manage our expectations, not try to find happiness in each other, not try to have each other meet our needs, but instead tend to our own selves, take care of ourselves, work hard to bring our best to the table and get our needs met, then that way we're not doomed for upset because people inevitably will let each other down. We just will. We're human beings. It's just inevitable. It's terrible, but it's true. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned through these these moments and these conversations and this truth is that the whole expectation thing, if I had just let the person who called me in for a meeting meet with me and I didn't have the expectation that she wanted to contribute to what was going on in my life, then I would have been more open to whatever it was that she needed from me because I love meeting people's needs. I'm excited about helping other people. But instead, it became hurtful because I had another expectation. 
And we never talked about it. I just dealt with it and resolved it. It's no big deal. I really am over it. I love this person. We're still in each other's lives consistently. I truly am over it. No cringing when I see her. I love her. The other thing is that whole making your intentions clear, trying to be upfront and manage those expectations as much as it's up to us, as much as possible, I think really helps the people that we're around to be able to navigate their course with us. So I'll say, hey, just to be clear, this is what I'm thinking or because honestly, I think everyone knows exactly what I'm thinking. I think everybody thinks like me. Then all of a sudden when I show up to the thing and I said I wanted this huge, huge, huge thing, and then it ends up being a third of the size. I learned I have to say from here to here, from here to here, and make measured, very specific expectations and stop thinking everybody knows what I'm thinking. Guess what? Nobody knows what I'm thinking. And you know what? I hardly know what I'm thinking half the time. I am in the process of building it with the people that's helping me build most of the time because I have to adapt on the fly. What happens with me is I'll have something in my head, even if I've worked hard to try to think, is this practical? Is this gonna, is this realistic? Is this doable? Even if I've processed it, there will be factors that I haven't considered. So then once those factors are applied to the conversation, I instantly have to demand another instinct in myself. I have to, even if I've lived with this dream and this vision for six months, within six minutes, I have to recraft my thinking. And I have to think, is this thing going to work if we change all this stuff? And so I've gotten okay at that. I'm not great at it, but I've gotten okay at it where I'm not like freaking out as much as I used to. It used to be like devastating, like someone stole my child or something. And now it's like, okay, I can flow with this. I can learn from the experts. I can, I can be in this conversation. I can change my expectations. I've grown. My capacity's grown. And really, I feel like that is what is happening a lot of time in life is that our capacity as people our emotional capacity to adjust, to forgive, to love, to understand grows and changes as we demand growth. Because if we allow ourselves to act like five-year-olds, we'll be five-year-olds for the rest of our lives. But if we say, I am not going to be in these behavioral circles anymore and demand more of ourselves, we will grow. And I think it's really cool watching people grow. And it's amazing when people stay at the same place, the stagnation of immaturity and how neon yellow their behavioral patterns become, especially as everybody else is growing around them. It's really interesting watching mature, grown adults acting crazy, especially as everyone else is deciding, I'm not going to act like that. I'm not going to allow myself to throw a fit. I'm not going to lose my temper about that, or I'm not going to be mean and hold grudges or whatever. And then you watch people do those things and you think, man, come on, there's room for all of us. Everybody can grow up. Everybody can change. It's just your choice. If you've been allowing yourself to stay in a behavioral pattern that you don't want to be in anymore, I just want to encourage you that you can change. You can grow. It's hard, but it's worth it. And one of the things that's helped me the most is measuring and uh, monitoring my behavior. So I will look back on a situation and try to think through it and process why the person responded that way. And it really helps me the next time to, to show up and be better and to contribute greater fruit and more love in the world around me because that's our ultimate goal. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll be back to talk more soon. 
Thank you.